stuff, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. Nearly one year into the podcast, and here we are, brought to you by Jim Beam. Woo! Not sponsored by it, you're just fucking drinking in the middle of the week. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so fucking, like, close to just, like, quitting my day job. <laughs> like, seriously. Oh my god. I came home yesterday, yeah. and I went onto TikTok, and I just watched all these videos of people going, I just quit my raggedy ass job. <laughs> and it was just people, like, quitting their jobs, and I just drank, and I was like, <laughs> isn't, and, isn't TikTok like a Chinese-owned state propaganda apparatus? That wants us all to quit. Yeah. Fuck it. Bring on the fucking communist Bring revolution. on the Chinese, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I did that and then I called in sick today. Good work. Yeah. I would I say yeah, you've just admitted to it on, on the air, but I doubt they're listening. Yeah. You know. They're not in Texas. Well, I called in sick because I was emotionally sick. Ah. Well, that's that's Psychological... Trauma is real trauma. <laughs> Watching TikTok in your jocks is mm. not psychological trauma. <laughs> they tell me how to live. Get around with your fucking faking an insurance claim with your ass in a sling. Oh my God. We've already been through this. You get fuck all for a pinky. <laughs> oh my God. Well, the, the, um, it, people missed us off air like you know it's like oh well you know what what do you do when you're not podcasting we were genuinely sitting around your kitchen table having a conversation about whether or not walker texas ranger drank alcohol your theory being he does not no that it was like a, a it, that that show seemed to have a lot of like mm, christian morals yeah I, I, I honestly never saw it i don't i don't know how that happens it was buried on some late night channel here in Australia. You find it. Like, uh, you, you find it. Like, you should just be, like, sitting in a field one day and, like, just mm, clear your mind, you know, and then a native, uh, <laughs> an indigenous Native American man will, like, walk over a hill and an eagle will... And then it will just be transmitted into your mind. And drop me a bad Balinese copy on DVD. <laughs> Walker, Texas Ranger. That's <laughs> what happens. What's mate? the show even about? So I take it he's like he's a he's a Texas cop, or he's uh, like the the, the he's Rangers a were cop, like he's a ranger. They were like bounty hunters or some shit. Ah, uh, Texas doesn't have cops; they have rangers. Well, there's police, but they're they're like a super duper awesome police, right? Basically, with tighter pants. Super They're police, but with like a lot more denim. And is this the police or hats. like a nineteen seventies sitcom of some kind? No, that's what they do. They bring in like law and justice to Texas. It sounds awfully frontier justice to me. Like, yeah, because it's Texas. Yeah, okay, summary execution. <laughs> it's Texas. Everyone gets a tiger. You get a tiger. You get a tiger. <laughs> Do you know how much you save in court administrative costs if, like, Chuck Norris just kicks the justice directly into your face? <laughs> it's saving them a fortune. You know, I'm I'm all for it, frankly. I'm sure mm. they're going to have to get a time machine and go back to the Declaration of Independence. Mm. And the uh, the Bill of Rights. Mm. 
and the Constitution and mm. add Chuck Norris in there. He'll be like the 55th Amendment. <laughs> None of the above matters because Chuck Norris. Oh my God, no, that's just when they finally unfurl that little a flat bit down the bottom. <laughs> like a mad magazine. Like, oh my God, didn't, has no one ever noticed? There's actually <laughs> this, oh my God. <laughs> Can you imagine all those people? Because I know there are people who are like, we need to change, you know, the amendments, you know, the constitution. Yeah. We need to, to go back and everyone's like, oh, you can't. It's a sacred document. What? You want to add <laughs> Chuck Norris? Open it immediately. <laughs> yeah, just write, write it in crayon. That's it. It's official. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. It's, yeah. Hey, you know what? It's one of those things. I would be, um, have you ever seen that thing? There's the uh, the drinks bill from when they actually signed the Declaration of Independence. Someone actually found essentially the receipt from the person who provided the alcoholic beverages yeah. for that, and I'm going to do a finger waggle, meeting. Yeah. Okay. It is, you know, I will find it and I'll bring it in, like, and we'll talk about it next week. It's fucking astronomical for, like, 20 dudes in a room. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, just picture you in your heyday. Yeah. Okay, when you were at the peak of, like, alcohol dependence and debauchery. Yeah. You wouldn't have even got to look in, mate. Are you serious? Oh, my God. This is some hardcore drinking to another level. Okay. Yeah, so that's, that's, you know, so you know what, I think... Were they rappers? (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what? Was Fiddy sent one of the signatories? (laughs) Come down in the club on this day. Getting in the club. (laughs) You know what, I reckon that's what we should do. I reckon everyone just, you know, just balls deep in liquor. Let's just rewrite the constitution. Let's get back into it. Well, the Australian constitution needs it. It's pretty fucking dry if you've ever tried to read it. Mm. Hey, why would you? Uh, one of us went to university. <laughs> oh, the school of hard knocks. I'm sorry. <laughs> school of hard knockers. <laughs> oh, I walked a lot much. Dread. <laughs> oh, I attended. I didn't study. Oh, I was like God. John Belushi without the talent. Yeah, but dude, come on. You got a Bachelor of Arts, didn't no, you? No, no. I've got three unfinished Bachelors of Arts at three different universities. Oh, my God. I've got this like Voltron of poor qualifications <laughs> sticky taped together. And I somehow talk my way into like really senior positions in government. Did you end up ever like finishing any of them? No, nah, fuck no. So you have no degrees? I have no qualifications. Yeah, excellent. At all. No, I just want to share that. Because, oh my God. Okay, so I knew someone who knew someone. It was this chick and she was a complete pain in the ass. Yeah. And she kept being all like, oh yes, I've got a double degree. I've got a double degree. Blah, 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 blah. And, and I'm like... I said, wonder, like, what the fuck does she have a, like a double degree in? Unless being a cunt um, <laughs> is something you can get a degree in. That's he's, from UniSA for sure. Oh, it is, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, he's like, yeah. I, she went to the same uni as me. She, um, she like left like two weeks before. You know, you got to hand in your final things. It was yeah. like she never actually finished two degrees. So I'm like, so she ain't got shit. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> I taught at my old university with no degree. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Well, you know what? I I decided I'm just going to do it the old-fashioned way. I'm not going to go to university, Mm. but I'm just going to become a celebrity on the internet and then a university will make give me an honorary doctorate and I'll become a doctor for free. You you just become a rapper. You just call yourself a doctor. No. Dr. Dre. Are you saying he's Dr. not a Dre. licensed physician? He's licensed to deliver sick beats. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't submit to a procedure beyond sick beats or keeping it real. I don't know. Because the last thing you want to hear from your surgeon as you're going under is you're about to witness the strength of street knowledge. What? No. Oh, oh my God. Although with the, you know, with the cost of healthcare in America, if you don't have health insurance, might be a lot of like yeah. beats of the street healthcare. Yeah. <laughs> Bring in Dr. Flavor Flav. Oh. He charges by the minute. <laughs> Oh my god! The you know the only thing you want, Doctor Flavor Flav, is if you know if you've got some kind of fertility issue, get Doctor Flavor Flav in because honestly, he'll get he'll get the both you and your like your Mrs. Pregnant from across the room before he even <laughs> enters it. How many children has he got? Like eight thousand, something like that. Yeah, he does look like Stripe from the Gremlins, so maybe you just get him wet and just yeah. Just oh, I think he's had all the fluid sucked out of him. Did you ever see that dating show with Flavor Flav, the flavor, flavor of, of love? love? Yeah, I love Public Enemy so much. So it hurts to see what Flavor can be like. Oh my god! I will. So you have seen the show? Do you remember when it was? I think it was at the second season where you where you meet all of the ladies for the first time, and they're sort of standing in the foyer for the first time, and that girl sh- takes a shit on his rug. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. Oh my god! That seems memorable. Why would not I remember how that? You, how because you know what, public decency. No, I swear to God. So for anyone who so hasn't, this was Amber Heard, was it? Oh my God! For anyone who hasn't hasn't seen them, they are. It's like the peak, like death of humanity. You have to watch them. They're mesmerizing. Um, but yeah, so you you know you meet all of the finger waggle ladies yeah. for the first time. They're in the foyer. Everyone's being introduced. And then you sort of you notice while Flavor's talking to someone, you do sort of notice at the back, there's a chick who sort of just seems to, I don't know, decide to like get in her squat workout. She could be but twerking. It's a hip hop house. Exactly. Like at the distance. So you're kind of like, Keeping oh, it real. that's a bit odd. But then you, you carry on. But then, um, and then she just, you know, pops back up. And then a few moments later, you know, people are like, oh, what's that? What's that smell? And everyone has to be like ushered out of the foyer. And then it's revealed, oh my God, there's a shit on my rug. And so then there's like a big investigation to be find out that whoever, you know, shat on my rug. Shit cops. Were you They're you not know, Texas Rangers. <laughs> do you want to come forward and admit, you know, honesty, you know, you won't get in trouble if you admit that you shat on my rug. You know what? Yeah. She still didn't get eliminated. Because <laughs> she's fucking freaky, that's why. <laughs> Knows how to party. Oh, but can you imagine that on like The Bachelor? Yeah. Or The Bachelorette? Osha Gunsberg having to deal with that? <laughs> you just, you're just on the first episode. Takes shit on the rug at this rose ceremony. Doesn't get eliminated. That's what, it should, that's what the whole ceremony should be. You should get presented with a little dustpan full of sawdust. You shit on my rug. How fucking good looking do you have to be oh. that you can just like drop a deuce like in the lounge room and then just zip on your pants and they're like, okay, date's still on. Not even just good looking. You have to have a fucking phenomenal diet. Because <laughs> it's got to be well formed. I mean, Bristol chart, we're talking solid oh. gold hits. Yeah. None of this flaky, crumbly stuff down yeah. at the tail end near number nine. Well, yeah, no, because nobody wants to date anyone if you're worried about their gut health. Exactly. Like, oh, oh dear, not enough lactobacillus in your life. Yeah, I don't want my children having to experience those kind of bowel issues. Yeah. 
But if you get like a girl who's really into horses, there's your first fucking red flag. And out comes a very well-formed oaty nugget. You know, she breaks bread with her nag. Oh, what is it with you? What? What you? Uh, I can't just. Since when is breaking bread a euphemism for fucking a horse? Uh, since what? you started saying it, Mister, you 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 watch the Avatar, the most popular film ever made in humanity, and what do you take from it? Oh, it's about horse fucking. <laughs> Space horse fucking. Uh, okay, have, what do they do with their ponytails? You have the issues, chick. mate. You have issues. They form emotional and spiritual bonds. I'm sure that's what right? you tell her on a Tinder date. <sighs> but at the end of the day, it's his fucking hair cock and he sticks it in her hair vag and he does the same thing to his horse. He doesn't stick it in. They, they, they intertwine. Yeah, it's like, he, right? it's like the world's perfect USB stick. <sighs> no fucking problems getting it in. It just doop and it's in. And he sticks it in a dragon. Sticks like he would have stuck it in one of those fucking weird dogs as well if he had the chance. They told him off for playing with it in public. You know what? Can I just say you do not have the type of personality where you can take a shit on the rug and no. the date will continue. No. You know, just you know, shit on the floor as you make direct eye contact with her and talk about horse fucking. Have you ever seen the women that I've dated beyond Lou? <laughs> oh, I was waiting, going, oh, I'm gonna <laughs> see him try and dig out of this one. Why? How many have shot on the rug? Oh, not shat. Close to. Yeah. yeah. Did bought stray turds home? Well, I, I was probably that stray turd that they brought home. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? It's very important to be very self-aware. I once picked up a girl getting drunk with her in front of a church in Port Adelaide. <sighs> Personality of a fucking winner, this one. <laughs> And then we carried a case of beer back to our house over the bridge. Aww. Oh, romance, Port Adelaide style. <laughs> well, you, you, you know, you carried the carton for her. She carried it halfway. Yeah. Well, Port Adelaide. Equality, mate. Yeah, exactly. Equality. God. Oh, well, that's, that's a really disturbing insight into your life. Yeah. Mm. I'm, uh, I'm ready to go postal at work and you may shit on the floor at any time. And, and somehow you're the most fucking deplorable out of us because you're drinking Jim Beam and enjoying it. Ah, oh, fucking Jim Beam is delicious. Shut up. It is pure redneck oh, rage. Fucking diet right and soda water. Shut the fuck up. Because I have a drinking problem. Uh, yeah, I know. Because you're drinking that shit. <laughs> That's the, your only drink yeah. problem right there. Give me that fucking Jim Beam and there will be a shit on the carpet in 30 <sighs> minutes. Deep. You know, you can you can have a drink without shitting on the carpet. That's all I'm saying. How many times have you lost a shoe in public for that very reason? Three times. <laughs> One of them was on the front steps of a bank. I took drinking very seriously. Oh, come on, we've all lost a shoe. Yeah, but was it in the sacrifice of a sock? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to stop talking to you. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to start talking to the subject. Wild animals indeed. Oh, fucking, yeah. There's, there's wild animals and then there's fucking you. Oh, my Lord. Barely a domesticated pig. Don't, the pigs are lovely. Don't, don't disparage them. Look, this week... We are heading down south. Oh, dear. Is that a euphemism? (laughs) 
We're heading down south in the US. Texas Ranger style. As we explore the Cajun legend of the Rougarou. Oh. The Rougarou is best described as a Creole offshoot of the traditional werewolf. So a, a French, African, Cuban werewolf. Mm-hmm. I think I bought drugs from this thing before. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but there is nothing traditional about this raging Cajun. <laughs> Come with us as we go down a dark path into the swampy bayous and say, why, how do you Mr. Rougarou? Oh, my God. Drop the accent now. Most of our listeners are in Texas. And these people are Rougarou adjacent. Or Creole creeps. <laughs> or... Cajun Wajun, or the wolf in a sheep's top hat. What? Or Baz Luhrmann presents Mulan Rouge Rouge. <laughs> oh, dear. I like that one. He would fuck it up, too. <laughs> oh, my Cast God. Nicole Kidman in it. Yeah, Nicole Kidman would come in singing, but then thankfully a werewolf would just run in and eat her, and the audience would it's be like, It's not going to eat a plastic face. <laughs> oh, my. You know what, actually, you know, I, where people are always like, oh, it's a oh, it's a romantic story. She knew she had consumption, and she was still snogging you and McGregor. Just yeah. stop and think about it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 She a bitch. <laughs> Consumption. <laughs> I do like the old names. <laughs> well, you know, it just sounds better than, you know, the slag hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> but our story, hmm. right, our story begins in medieval France. Oh. Between the plagues, the famines, the general lack of hygiene, high mortality rates and all manner of infectious diseases. diseases. That's the right parts of Paris now. Mm. <laughs> well, you would think the average French person would have enough already to be terrified of. Their lives were a constant display of horrors. What could possibly be worse? The English! <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, the English or potentially soap. <laughs> well, there was this one thing uh, that that was the problem with the French French countryside. The French with the French countryside. <laughs> it was all the goddamn loop garous. Oh, in French, loop translates as or lupe would translates as wolf, and lupe garros translates as werewolves. Uh. And they ran riot through the woods of France. Um, now, in our earlier Yowie's episode, we yeah. heard um, how people of that period in Australia would simply ascribe all tragedy to the Yowie. If you remember, they found the young couple that mysteriously looked like they'd been beaten to death by a convict. <laughs> and so people clearly were like, Yowie's. Definitely a Yowie. Definitely a Yowie. Uh, people in remote areas of France would apply the same logic to the loup garou. Livestock injured, loup garou. A child has gone missing, loup garous. Occasionally, people would accuse someone of being one of these creatures, and a public trial would be held. 
So maybe you had been acting strange. Perhaps you were a stranger in town. You were just walking in the woods. Um, you tried to order a beer in English. <laughs> yeah, you spoke English. Um, maybe your neighbour Karen was just an asshole. <laughs> Either way, you would find yourself having to defend yourself in court. Now, you shouldn't expect people to come rushing to your side um, because who would come to defend a Lupe Guru except another Lupe Guru? It's the infallibility of the French justice mm-hmm, system. Mm-hmm. I can see that these people were behind the Enlightenment. Oh, yeah, yeah. they got it. They got it. Yeah. Uh, now, people were rarely found innocent of this charge. Uh, the sentence was always being burned alive at the stake. Mm. What, what I find really interesting where they're all like, oh my God, like prove that you are not the loot garu. You were like, um, let's wait till nightfall. <laughs> no, no, there's no time. Set it on fire. No, honestly, if we just like two hours, mate, two hours, like daylight savings, two hours, we can hit this one on the head when I don't transform into a fucking werewolf. I think there's your evidence. I think if I was going to be burned alive, I'd want it to be by the French. Given really? Their, Why? Well, given their culinary traditions, they probably know how to do it really well. Slowly, aromatic herbs, butter. No, I think they would aggressively like, force feed like butter into your throat until your intestines explode. I mean, sure. Don't ask the Africans about what the French are like. That's That's really not a nice... Not a nice legacy, mm. but I just imagine, you know, they, they do you slowly like a pheasant. You can almost go wait till nightfall and they'll just slowly roast you to the point where your feet are done. You don't turn into one. They go, yeah, okay, you're fine, but let's all eat your feet. <laughs> like a fair trade-off. Fair like, trade-off. Yeah, like we're going to be sitting around, but it's a medieval France. There's nothing else to do anyway. some soft cheese. He is innocent. <laughs> well, you know what? I say just spend those hours, just build the steak. So if you need it, yeah. it's good to go. You know what? I'm even happy for you to tie me to the steak just in case I transform. But the second it's a minute past midnight and I'm not a werewolf, cut this fucking rope off me <laughs> because I want to give all of you like the finger right now. <laughs> like, oh my God. And you just punch everybody on the way home. Like, you fucking cunts. Lecunts. Lecunts. Now, when the French migrated to the United States, their legends, and it would seem at least one of their Lupe Garous, came with them and found themselves in Louisiana. It was here that the Cajun influence changed these beasts' name over time from Lupe Garous to <laughs> or because it's French, there's a part of me, I just want to call them Rougarou. <laughs> but it's Creole, so you've kind of got to maul it and go, like, Rougarou. Rougarou. <laughs> That'd be it if it's Australian. <laughs> be a fucking Rougarou. Uh, Rugger. Good on you, Rugger. It's a bloody Rugger. <laughs> you oh fucking dingbat. <laughs> Come here and eat all my sheep, fucking Rugger. Shag you like a Rugger. Uh, But it does seem fitting, as with most creatures that move to new regions, these creatures diverge and become their own strain. And this seems to be the case. Now, this is is where I want to... um, Like I said, there are different strains. Because looking up, there are also stories of, you know, the dog man 
and there's traditional werewolves. Yeah. But the Rougarou seems to be its own sort of strain. Yeah, because unless it came from France, it's got to just be a sparkling man dog. Exactly. It's not... <laughs> it's not a premium. No, no it's, not, it's not a regional variety. <laughs> it's not a Chablis. Now, at first, stories started to spread of Rougarous in the swamps around New Orleans. And they served as a warning to children to be home before dark, lest the Rougarou shall catch you. Or in Australia, before the Rolf Harris shall catch you. <laughs> I can hear his wobble board. Dum, 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 dum. Another Cajun legend tells of the Rougarou hunting down badly behaving Catholics... Which, can I say, is that if this is part of their function, the Rougarous have been really letting the ball slip on this one. Yes. <laughs> they have really dropped this ball. Although, oh my God, I would watch that movie. Can you imagine? Oh, Werewolves of the Vatican. That's a great movie idea. Hey? Werewolves of the Vatican. Yeah. That's so good. I literally would have seen the principal of my school eaten. <laughs> yeah, we know that was the. T- can you just imagine? Like, oh my god! But the thing is, can you imagine in this situation though, where it's like the oh, werewolves, the Vatican? It's the only time where you'd be like rooting for the werewolves. Oh, absolutely! Just fucking oh. My. Except for American Werewolf in London, you rooted for him then too. No, really? I, uh, I, I like. We know that this is a difficult subject for me to like yeah. research and talk about because I hate this subject matter because it terrifies me. Yeah. Absolutely terrifies me. Um, <laughs> um, eventually somebody tried to do that. You know how they do that bullshit, you know, where they're like, we're going to make you like confront your fear. So yeah. then you won't have your fear. Yeah. You know? Um, so they <laughs> tried to do that with the movie werewolves of London. It only doubled down on my fear. Oh no! That no, that that shit is too. You know what? For uh, for a good two years, I could not go to a movie theater because of that movie. Because there's a scene in a movie theater. Oh my god! I can also never take an escalator going down into a subway. That's that's testament to the power of cinema. I even just, oh my god even just thinking about it like I can feel it like I'm getting like tingles on me because it that is so terrifying because that is one of the most terrifying where he's just there and it's down the bottom and he's just on the escalator down to it yeah oh my god I'm actually just gonna start like how good would the posters be though for werewolves of the Vatican oh the tagline for that you can run to a new parish but you can't hide. <laughs> Do you have something to confess? <laughs> oh, oh my God. Yes, the body it- of Christ. Oh, it's just a one-line movie in a world. It's that guy's dream. Oh, my God. Yeah, seriously. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, the body of Christ. And then you just cut to a... Tastes like justice. <laughs> Uh, it's cinemas this summer. Ripley's got to be in it somehow. Oh my god, absolutely! Oh my god, can I just say, like, what is it like? Copyright? Yeah, we co- own this. We own this. <laughs> <laughs> if that fucking shows up on the fucking Sci-Fi Channel. <laughs> oh my god. Pedo Nado. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, 
can you imagine? It's like, ah, it's a giant tornado. And then like 70s English chill TV show presenters <laughs> just come flying out at you. Yeah. <laughs> pew, pew, ah! Sex pest NATO. It's a Jimmy Savile. <laughs> yeah, it's a level four Savile. No! <laughs> He's got his own keys to the hospital. Get him. Rolf Harris surfing on his wobble board comes out of it. With the, the dad from Hey Dad. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Fucking hell. I oh would, my god. I'd be all there for that dude from 90210 with a chainsaw to take those cunts off. Oh my god. Oh my god. How rewarding would that oh, be? be? So like, good. Oh, uh, yeah. Nobody would be like cowering under their bunkers. Literally everybody would just be out there <laughs> with fucking throwing their homemade grenades into the tornado. Absolutely. Oh my god. I'd be getting around like Mad Max with Rolf Harris's head as my hood ornament. That's for making it hard to be a bloke with curly hair, a beard and glasses, you prick. <laughs> I haven't been able to wobble my board in public for <laughs> 10 years now. Oh, my God. Sorry, for those overseas. Paint with a normal paintbrush, you prick. <laughs> for everyone overseas, all of these people we've mentioned are people who turned out to be pedos in Australia and yeah. England. And- well, Rolf Harris was like a family entertainer for mm-hmm. generations. Mm. And he turned out to be the most prolific sex pest. He was like worse than Cosby. Yeah. Yeah. Just horrific. Horrific, yeah. And he was like this kind of Osmond's kind of dude who just turned up on variety shows and paint portraits with a huge six inch brush and yeah. played goofy songs Time He Kangaroo down. Oh, he sport. sang about his third leg. Yeah. Yeah. Deedle deedle love. Oh my god, oh my god, you accept Oh my god, I just imagine now, like in the American version, like Epstein comes flying out, but then like mysteriously dies before you can get to him and question him. <laughs> oh, and he's just there with like a chainsaw, like through himself, like through his back. And you're like, oh no, he's committed suicide. <laughs> uh. Now a person can be cursed. <laughs> By a witch or a priestess. Uh, Or one interesting origin story comes again from 16th century France, which suggested the curse was more genetic than witchy and could be transferred from a parent to a child. In this story, the afflicted person would be completely normal and live a normal life without any signs of being a rougarou. Unless a significant event triggered the Ruguru's dormant genes. So you could go your whole life, be happy, completely unaware that you are carrying this strain of the werewolf disease. Unless, you know, something, you know, Nazis show up. You know, you've been hiding under the floorboards, you know, that kind of thing. Completely different film. You turn into a giant flesh-eating fucking werewolf. Eat the fucking Nazis. That would probably... Um, so that's your traumatic event. Tarantino would never make a film where people have hairy feet. <laughs> oh, yeah, just weirdly smooth feet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a, a significant event um, would, would trigger these genes. And obviously that event would awaken the beast within. The person's body would enlarge that, and then they would transform and develop a craving for raw meat and blood. But the person would only complete the transformation if they ever took a bite of human flesh. That's a fair fucking jump. I mean, well, to be honest, I have been that Hulk mad that taking huge bites out of people would not be a problem. 
That would be the world's greatest Ancestry.com letter though, wouldn't it? Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> You're 90% Rougarou. Yeah. Don't eat any people. We send you this letter in the hope that it doesn't make you angry. <laughs> now please try to stay calm. <laughs> You're just about to bite into a small child. Ah, yeah. oh, thank God. That explains a lot. Oh, thank you, Ancestry. Back to my steak I go. Oh, my God, it would explain a lot. <laughs> oh my god now another cajun story tells that a person can be cursed by a witch or voodoo priestess and you will transform into a rougarou each night and the person will crave blood but curiously unlike its traditional werewolf cousins who become more beast than human yeah um <clears throat> The person, even after they transform into this flesh-craving beast with an insatiable thirst, the person also maintains a hold on their human mind in part. Hence, the person knows that their bloodlust is wrong and they are forced to fight their ravenous desires. So, essentially, they are the ones who choose whether they will give in to their bloodlust or not. That makes it all the more scary, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. At dawn, and so obviously, yeah, so, you know, if you, like, you know, just start eating somebody, you're aware that you're a human being yeah. eating another human being. But, like, no judgment, man. It, being on a diet is hard. <laughs> and you're there at 12 o'clock at night looking at those Oreos oh, going, fuck. You've had a few jimmies. I don't want to and you want another jimmy. <laughs> hey! <laughs> jimmy Savile. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, this tracksuit. <laughs> oh, oh, Rolf Harris, this tastes funny. <laughs> <laughs> Funnier than he ever was. Oh, my God. And at dawn, the person turns back into a human being. However, they will appear sickly, pale and exhausted from their nightly transformation. Rougarou or MDMA? <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know what, like 16th century France, like wasn't everybody sickly, pale and exhausted like all of the time? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh my God. Might be ripe for a revolution. <laughs> da, 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 da. Now, but with this, there seems to be some confusion with the myths. Um, so there's, I read like different theories as to what happens. Now, some say that this curse only lasts. So if it's placed by a witch or a priestess, the curse only lasts, and I say only, ironically, only lasts for 101 days. Uh, unless the inflicted in that time could transfer the curse from themselves to another human being. So it's like thin. You've got to make someone <laughs> eat your wolf pie. <laughs> or it follows. You're just going to fuck someone. Yeah. Although you might want to shave a bit. <laughs> I don't know, man. Some people are into that. Yeah, I know. Modern beauty standards. Ridiculous. <laughs> Not like the French in the 1600s. Oh, the hairier the better. Yeah, they are European. They do like it hairy. They do. Well, it's cold. It's true. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what, oh, my God. Like, it's because we've just come out of winter. Like, seriously, by the end of winter, my bush is like the size of a Volkswagen because it's just like, oh, my God, it's just extra warmth. If it gets cold, I wrap it around my knees. Just braid it so you can look like a Viking. <laughs> Only when I'm raiding. I call this Odin. <laughs> Where is Odin's hammer? 
Now, other uh, uh, others suggest that you only have 101 days in which to transfer the curse or it stays with you forever. Now, that's a pretty important difference. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those. You're kind of like, oh, I don't kind of like, tell me now. Like, what do I oh. 101 days is a long time. Like, you'd forget. We talk about you. Oh. So that runs in the ring. You feel like no. You know what? Because you're a man. Yeah. You're not on the pill every day. You don't have to like. But just it'd be like the ring. Like you know, you watch the video, phone goes, and you pick it up. One hundred and one days. You'd be like, oh fuck it, that's three months. Yeah. Woo. I'll deal with this in three months. Night before. Fuck. <laughs> fuck someone. What was I supposed to be doing? <laughs> fuck. Oh my god. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> Another theory suggests that you can only transfer the curse after 101 days and the other person must be willing to accept the curse. Um, although it has to be really hard to find someone to like put their hand up for that gig. <laughs> like try putting that on Fiverr. you got to find someone with really low self-esteem. Yeah. Be like, uh, yeah, how much? Okay. How much money would... Do you think there's any amount of money that you would take for you to accept the curse of the Rougarou from someone? It's a surprisingly low amount. Hey, like Rupee Murdoch yeah. shows up tomorrow. How much are you going to ask for on your check? One dollar. <laughs> and I would ask him to spend the night and I would eat that old fuck. Oh, the old... Oh. Yeah. Just to make sure it sticks around. Um, nom, nom, yum, nom. yum, yum, yum. Tyrant jerky. Yum, yum, yum. For Go humanity. On. I like that. Well played. Yeah. And then well have played, James so. Murdoch as a fucking aperitif. You know what? There's, there's, there's our ending to Wolves and the Vatican. <laughs> the surprise twist where you're like, oh, he's going to get away with it at the end. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> and then Jerry Hall tries to marry you because she's that much of an opportunist. <laughs> Girl's got to do. Hey, why not? <laughs> uh, now, other sources, however, say that once a Rougarou, then always a Rougarou. Um, and it is impossible to escape your fate. Yeah. But, hey, got to be worth a shot, surely. Yeah, surely. Now, one story involves the person accepting the curse has to draw the creature's blood. That's why it's not going to work on Murdoch. He doesn't hasn't bled bl- human blood for years. No. Um, like that dude in Hellboy that's just clockwork full of sand. Yeah, just by, oh. <laughs> My cat walks in, take a dump. <laughs> Shits in his chest. <laughs> just like Jerry Hall does. <laughs> Clog up your clockwork. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, he was German. He was probably into that. Probably yeah, into it. Probably. That's probably how you lubricated. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. So, yeah, so the person has to draw the Rougarou's blood to transfer the curse. However, there are some complications with this, which we will discuss later. So, just okay. put a pin in that. Yep. The other thing you must never do is look directly into the Rougarou's eyes. Because if you stare directly into its eyes, then the curse of the Rougarou may be laid upon you. No deep, dreamy, losing yourself in their pools of pure azure. Well, cause, yeah, because I, 
was thinking it was, I mean... It, How often do you stare at someone in the eyes? Almost fucking never. No, but you, you do a little bit. It's like to be like, like I'm looking at you now to be like, okay, I'm not a threat. Like we all do it to like be like, oh, I'm not a threat. And then you look away to be like, look, I'm not a threat. But like, it's I trust you. I'm not going to stab you in the face. Then look away. Is it 15 seconds? If you stare at someone for longer than 15 seconds, you have to either fight them or fuck them. That's a rule I'd never heard. Is that well, a Bruce no, Hill a, thing? No. <laughs> what are you looking at? The official game. Sometimes from... it's simultaneously. <laughs> There's the board game from Broken Hill. What are you looking at? Fight or fuck. <laughs> it's no. got a two-sided die. Fight or fuck. No, it's that thing about like human conduct. If you stare directly into people's eyes, it's <laughs> either it's either interpreted as a direct threat or like as a sexy time. Get on me. I'm making that game. <laughs> what are you looking at? <laughs> Chance card. <laughs> You're in the bar and he brushed against your missus. Was it totally innocent? Oh, yeah, yeah. You grab a bottle. Does it A, you know, like crack in half to like a perfectly formed stabbing device? Or B, does it shatter completely and just cut up your hand and you have to go to the hospital limp and can't masturbate for a oh, month? Yeah. I, I've got a couch. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> From Parker Brothers. What are you looking at? Oh, man. Hey, they produced the, the Ouija board. I don't think this is too far off. Oh, my God. Now, one interesting story about the Rougarou is a belief that, well, the first thing about the Rougarou is that you don't talk about the Rougarou. Oh, God. Fight Club dog. Suppose you have an encounter with a Rougarou. In that case, you must not tell anyone about your experience for a year. There's a lot of rules to this legend. If you tell someone about that experience, you may t- before the year is up, you may turn into a Rougarou yourself or you will be compelled to commit suicide. These are the rules. This, fuck, these are some heavy rules. Which, this may go some way to the reason... It's worse than Scrabble. Yeah. This is like some of the reasons why eyewitness reports are not often reported or discussed. Ah, Rougarous and sexual assault. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But those that exist all seem to point to a creature that stands between seven to eight feet tall. Now, this is the curious thing about the Rougarou in that it seems to travel more like a man on two feet um, or woman. Sorry, a a human being. Um. (laughs) <laughs> rather than on all fours like a dog. Its body being more human than wolf-like, but larger, stronger and faster. But the head is more wolf-like than man, with pronounced canines and glowing red eyes. So again, I'm just like, you know, you're like, oh, that's scary. You like when they say don't look at their eyes that wouldn't be fine because how is anyone doing anything but looking at their dick (laughs) because i'm like oh that would be terrifying i'm like that means your like dick and just be like shwang yeah be like meeting shaquille o'neal yeah everyone's dick height to shaquille o'neal yeah like just you know what i mean it's one of those things just you'd just be like oh my god it's the (laughs) look at his wang But sightings of the Rougarou do happen and occur to this day. 
As one American show, Cajun Justice. <laughs> now, this follows police officers on police calls. Uh, and it's detailed in an episode. Would you believe the Rougarou is something they get reported calls about to this day? Really? Yes. I got something stirring up my chickens over there. It looks like something like a big dog. It may be a Rougarou, I don't know. <laughs> There's several stories that I heard about the Rougarou growing up. Um, one was that it was a man that can turn into a wolf-like creature. It's a swamp creature. It's a tall, hairy creature. Pretty much Bigfoot in a swamp. Some people say it's like a werewolf or full of moss, almost like a swamp thing. It's like a swamp monster, something that's covered in, in grass and moss. An Indian shapeshifter. That's about the best I understand of it now. I'm sure I'll keep learning as I go. <laughs> I'll tell you what my grandma told me. My grandma told me that it was a werewolf, and you know, if there's a rougarou out there, I'm gonna have to believe my grandma's right. Jaunty music for grandma. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> if there's one thing we've learned about grandmas on this show. <laughs> now, the quote, the the thing I love about that quote is that uh-huh. every single person who spoke in that was white. Yeah. So the rougarou seems to leave black people alone. I think they're just too busy worrying about white people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to be honest, to be fair, who you have to worry about. (laughs) Like, oh my God. (laughs) This should just be a black cryptid podcast just called White People. (laughs) Well, because you know what it is? Because uh, from what we've learned from experience, the only person like pig-headed or stupid enough to be trampsing about freaking swampy, you know, bayous in the middle of the fucking night is fucking white people. Pretty much. We love that kind of stupid (laughs) shit which instantly gets us killed. I was out trying to catch me a gator. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like, oh my God. But I just, I love the first guy to that. It was just like, oh, something's bothering my chickens. I don't know if it's a rougarou or not. I genuinely love the Creole accent. Yeah. It's so good. It's like, it's like a lovable version of South African. It's like, I don't, there's a, there's a show that we get here in Australia called Swamp People. Oh, yes. Where they follow the, um, the people that, that hunt like alligators um, in yeah, in the bayous and the lakes, and it's so funny because yeah, when they get sort of like the little, you know, I'm down here and yeah, <laughs> like I love like they have to actually legitimately put like they're speaking English, but they've got to yeah. put subtitles down because the accent sometimes is so thick. And it's just like, hey, when we're going down here, and we're going to say, yeah, this is what's up. It's huh? a beautiful, beautiful combination of American, English, French, African, and. America's brutally inadequate public healthcare system, leaving yeah. people with no teeth. Yeah, yeah, basically. Oh my god! It's like someone's taught a snapping turtle to speak. I don't know if it's rougarou. The second best thing about that whole thing is the actual theme song. Yeah, for the show Creole Justice, yeah. which ends. Which previously I'd only ever heard from Pat Oswalt mocking the South. <laughs> <laughs> it's and your real? whole world expanded out Cajun justice man Cajun justice Oh my god And I show it Yeah like the Because actually It's a We might put the link up On our Facebook page It's like It's like a two minute uh, Clip This little like teaser And it sort of shows uh, The police officers Having to go out And sort of sweep the area When they've had people Complaining that chickens. So the local black people aren't dispelling that myth either. As long as they're looking for the fucking room. Yeah, I, know, yeah, fucking. <laughs> I can I can jog in peace. Yeah. Oh my god. Actually, that could be why there's statues of the Rougarou like all over Louisiana. Just black people going, "Thank fuck for the Rougarou." 
Cajun justice sounds like spicy justice. Yes. Yes, it really does. Well, that's the difference between the French 16th century justice and the Cajun justice is like they just cover you in a lot of like herbs and chilies before <laughs> they set you on fire. I sentence you to be part of a gumbo. Yeah, woo! Oh, that's a nice way to go, to be honest. Ah, uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. If I've got to be or eaten. Or a jambalaya, maybe? Yeah, if I've, got, if I've got to be eaten and served up, I think that's a good way to go. I reckon even mm. you turn for a good gumbo. A good vegan gumbo. There's no mm. such thing. If, if it's it's like porn, if it exists, there's a vegan version of it. That doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> doesn't mean it's bad. It means there's some weird substitutes in there. Ah, uh, that's just your prejudice. I'm not, I'm not doing the whole fake. Shouldn't you be off racially profiling somebody right now? <laughs> Shouldn't you be vilifying my dead grandmother? <laughs> she can show you a few substitute recipes from the war. Oh my god, she is the swampland that's seen a few rougarous. <laughs> <laughs> now, as we discussed in earlier episodes, climate change and extended urbanization are having an effect as people push further towards swamplands. Nature has nowhere else to go. And after the disastrous storms and floodings of New Orleans that left millions of people displaced and without homes, some feared. It had driven Rougarou into the heart of the city of New Orleans. With some residents claiming that they had begun to hear terrifying growls and howling at night that they had never heard before in the city. So what can you do to avoid the Rougarou and keep yourself safe? The first would be to not wander around the swamps of Louisiana at night. Might run into Phil Anselmo and no one needs that shit. You know, I'm just... <laughs> oh, my God. White I, power! Fucking shut up. I know, seriously. Like, yeah, I was going to say, like, that comment is directed directly at white people. <laughs> They're the only ones trying to get around Louisiana swamps at night. Just fucking no. Oh. Second, if you hear blood-curdling growling in the streets, don't go outside to investigate... Whitey. <laughs> Unless it's infringing upon your property rights, then you better get out there and wave a gun at them. Oh my god. In and the also, most untrained way possible. Oh my god. I was also gonna say, don't call the police and say, I think there's a black man on my lawn. <laughs> You'll just get some poor fucker innocent shot. Absolutely. <sighs> some promising quarterback just out for a fucking jog. Yeah. But if you do go outside, certainly. Don't make eye contact with the Rougarou. Just look at its dick. If you take nothing else from this co- like podcast, keep your eye on the dick. Because if nothing else, you've got the eye on the dick, you know where it's going. Is it turning away? Like, oh, I can't see it. It's turning away. You can't see the dick. If it's suddenly getting closer, fuck, it's an act of appropriately. They just need to add that to the, the signage and <laughs> the Everglades National Park. Do not feed the alligators. Always assume alligators are in the water. If you see a Rougarou, stare at his dick. <laughs> you will not be considered weird at all. No, it's the it's the appropriate thing to do. It's going to get put on the CDC website. All these little kids at school having to learn it. <laughs> Duck and cover. Stare at, at his dick. dick. 
Oh my god. But ironically now, with that said at Werewolves of Vatican it doesn't have a sinister meaning. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, now one suggested method to keep the Ruguru outside is to place at least 13 items, such as coins, by your door or entrance. Because even though a Rougarou keeps a sense of self and right and wrong, it loses the ability to count past 12. (laughs) So if there are more than 12 objects, the Rougarou will lose its place and begin to count again and again and will do this repeatedly until daylight appears and the creature must withdraw. (laughs) We we stumped it with Sudoku. (laughs) But that's so funny. Remember we were talking about the Christmas traditions and there's those there was that other little like goblin y creatures that would come in and fucking lick your pots and molest your cats. Yeah. Um the the way that you kept them out of your house was to put um thirteen objects, if you remember as well, outside the door because it would confuse them. That, um, that's our episode on how to deal with foster children, yeah? No, on it's say uh, Yeah, I remember, yeah. Yeah, Christmas hijinks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just find that really that's quite interesting that that's like a completely different creature, different part of the world, but it's the same kind of, you know, evasion technique. Um now the Rougarou is possessed with increased speed and power, but it is still possible to kill it. You just need to set it on fire. Okay. Stare at its dick, try and light it on fire. Basically, yeah. Well, if they just aim for the wick. (laughs) (laughs) Although some say you need to also set it on fire, decapitate it, and then burn everything to ash, including the dick. (laughs) Why won't it burn? (laughs) But you know what? I always say better safe than sorry. So if you're going to go to all the effort to fucking decapitate it, like chop off its head and its dick... Like, just burn it to fucking ash. Like, double tap. Do you know what I mean? You're there. Like, these people are like, oh, I shot it. It, it kind of slumped. It's clearly dead. Walk yeah, away. The no! Wolf Creek, the Wolf Creek mistake. Yeah. No. Fucking d- chop its head off. Chuck its dick off. Fucking burn it into ash. You shouldn't have to tell people that. But there you go. Ah. <clears throat> There's a lot of rules for this fucking weird dick chopping monster. Mm-hmm. But be careful if you choose to fight the Rougarou. Because if you start the fight and don't finish it, then you may be in a whole heap of trouble. If you fight the Rougarou and draw its blood but don't finish the kill, all you may accomplish is transferring the Rougarou curse onto yourself. There you are at midnight, slowly turning into a large animal that can't count and all you can think is, I didn't burn the dick. Fuck. Fuck. Jesus. <laughs> Mary, well, I told you to burn that dick. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is one night. This is one fight. If you start, you need to finish. Or finish yourself. I regret writing that sentence. Finish him. <laughs> Just let me get comfortable. My legs have to be a certain way. now there is also another uh cajun um belief is that if you place a specific leaf on your person that will ward off uh the rougarou they just kept telling me to put a leaf i couldn't find anyone that would tell me the leaf of fucking what so i don't fucking lord of the rings have you got king's foil i know like ah oh my god so i just 
I was like literally just like, I'm just going to start raking and just fucking walk around with a bag full just in case. If anything comes at me, just pa! <laughs> just fucking throw it at it. Oh, no. <laughs> um, now, the main question to ask here is, does the Rougarou live in the swamps to protect itself? Or is it trying to protect us? We may never know. And those that do know will need to wait a year to tell us. Uh. What we do know is that the Rougarou is an ingrained part of Louisiana. They even hold a Rougarou festival. Of course they fucking do. Each year in Huma? H-O-U-M-A. Yeah, I guess that's Huma. Huma? Uh, Huma, Louisiana in October. It is billed as a family-friendly event because nothing says family-friendly than a blood-craving werewolf. Is it run by Catholic priests? (laughs) Its mascot is a Rougarou in a smart suit and cane, tipping its hat like a gentleman of quality. (laughs) I do say, I do declare, this fur is quite heavy. Do you have a lemonade with which to refresh myself? My goodness. Before I eat your family. <laughs> I see you staring at my dick. My tuxedo does not have a zip. <laughs> I just picture all these, all these like Cajun ladies just like, oh my, oh my, Mr. Mr. Rougarou, as they just pat the sweat from their brow. You have got me all asunder. For some reason, that impersonation to me sounded like, um, fuck, John Candy in JFK. <laughs> <laughs> you got the beat, but you don't got the dance. I was trying to channel um, Blanche Devereaux from the Golden Girls. <laughs> Very much John Candy in JFK. <laughs> listen here, daddy Oh, my God. <laughs> I get, all right. What I did declare, sir. <laughs> You, Mr. Rugeru, you have my my knees a flutter. She would have been fucking balls deep in Rugeru. <laughs> anybody knows how to stare at a Rugeru dick, <laughs> it'd be her. They made some pants gumbo with her. <laughs> some trouser gumbo. <laughs> oh my god! You know what? That's how your that's how your grandmother made it out alive. Just kept her eyes on the dick. She wasn't she, a Nazi collaborator. She, she never even knew that there was a fucking Rougarou like rolling around. Hey man, it was poor Barry. It could have been fucking anything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> fucking drunk Yowie. Who knows? Oh, so yeah, so that is their mascot, and there is of course a grand ball for the event with everyone dressed in their finest. Oh, of course there are. I choose to believe it's just everybody in like a like a you know a white jacket, you know the cane hat, and just ticks out. <laughs> it's hot in the south. Just completely free balling it. Just from up, just completely southern gentleman down, just balls. I say this is a much more comfortable way of doing business, but the mosquitoes, I tell you. <laughs> just a lot of pink, red, raw dicks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. And as discussed, there are also multiple Rougarou statues and exhibits across the state. And again, they're just placed by... The African American communities. Somebody <laughs> taking the pressure off us for a while. Woo! 
Now, the Louisiana professional basketball team, the New Orleans Pelicans, were almost called the New Orleans Rougarous. There you go. Mm -hmm. Although there is a baseball team called the Baton Rouge Rougarous. Of course there is. (laughs) Sam and Dean did a battle with a man afflicted with the Rougarou curse in an episode of Supernatural. And the Rougarou even found its way into the universe of Harry Potter. With some ones in the series containing the hair of the Rougarou at its magical core. But without a doubt, I know, it's freaking everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But without a doubt, my favourite fact about the Rougarou is when it is commonly referred to when experiencing sleepless nights in Louisiana. So you've had a restless night of tossing and turning. You could refer this to as... I made the Rougarou all night. Oh, no. Oh, no. In a country where Ambien is so readily available. Really? That is my new favourite saying. <laughs> I made the Rougarou all night. Wow, you look so pale and flustered. I was making the Rougarou all night because of this heat. It's this heat. It's just got me Rougarouin. <laughs> It very much sounds like a euphemism for something you left on Flavor Flav's rug. Making the Rougarou. <laughs> oh. <Now, laughs> there's also, weirdly, there's a sub-thread to this that right. I, I, was, I was reading on. With some stories coming from southern Louisiana, where people claimed that there were also were-creatures in the swamps that can also transform into the shapes of other animals such as pigs and cows who have been cursed by, you know, witches or yeah. uh, priestess. My favourite story, okay, <laughs> such a fantastic story. Okay. And this is why, uh, and this is a prime example of, you know what, when in doubt, keep your eyes on the dick, go the fuck back inside and leave well enough alone, Okay. It's a story of a man who had a small parcel of land um, by, a, by a swamp. Very l- late at night, you know, he heard his dogs. So, obviously a white man goes outside to investigate. Yeah. Like an idiot. You know, he sort of can't, you know, can't see anything, yells at the dogs to be quiet. Anyways, he's walking back to the house. He walks past the, the, ped, the, the pig pen. You know, looks at them. Everything seems all right. You know, there's the, um, you know, seven pigs in the in the pig pen. As he gets to the back door, he's like, "Hang on, I don't, I don't own seven pigs. I own six pigs." The, the man takes a couple of steps backwards and turns around, and now there's six pigs in his yard, and a cow. And the man looks at the cow, quite confused. And he, he said, the disturbing thing is the cow looks back at him aggressively. <laughs> Look at my dick. <laughs> so the man <laughs> looks at the dick, backs up, goes inside, closes the door. A couple of minutes later... He goes back in, opens the curtain, 
sees the six pigs in their pen and the cow on its two hind legs walking away from the farm. Right. (laughs) I was just reading it and I'm like... This is the greatest story <laughs> ever in my life. There's so much about this I love. It's just like, it's just hang on, I'll just I'll just be a pig. <laughs> and you're like, what's a pig? It's a cow. And I just love the bit that the, the cow was looking aggressively at him. And like I'm like, a Gary Larson cartoon. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not, I guess it's just one of those things. You don't know it until it happens. Like if it ever happened to you, I imagine... If, if a wear cow was looking aggressively at me, you'd just you'd be like, "Oh no, I get it." It's one of these things you just don't understand until it happens to you, and then you're like, "Oh, I get that." This cow is not to be fucked with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, but like I'm, you know, I'm as I'm just saying, that's why you're vegan. Don't fuck with animals. They don't fuck with you. Uh, but more commonly. Um, the, the stories were around the creature is a were-leopard or a were-panther or a were-bear. Were-bear. <laughs> were-bear. It shoots blood from its chest. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that in the Care Bear range? Hold <laughs> <laughs> oh, It's Happy Bear, Funshine Bear, and our least popular were-bear. Yeah, it cries blood. It's <laughs> eaten one of the other bears. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's it. Just on its little cloud on its chest. It's just like a half-gnawed Funshine Bear. <laughs> oh, but yes, but these uh, these other were creatures are significantly less common uh, than reported sightings of the Rougarou. So yes, it definitely seems to be, I guess, a sub branch from the traditional werewolf, which yeah. makes sense to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like we said, different creatures. Like, all birds are not the same. Yeah, it's the South regional variation. Exactly. So there's, uh, like I said, there's still reports to the day, although the sightings are few and far between. But with all the rules, one can only imagine uh, one's not very keen to talk about it. Although some brave souls have waited their year and then decided to tell us about it. So I'm supposed to just talk about Luca then, right? Yeah. Your experiences. All right. So I bought this land out here few years back and you know the property was cheap and you know, I was a good location I figured I could move my trailer over here or build me a little house or something and uh, I was out here checking it out one day parked my little car up yonder by the road and walked down down to check out home sites where I could put the trailer and the well and the septic and all that and I'll tell you what I had a little shotgun with me snakes and all and I heard this noise back by my car so I go over there to look at it and there's this big thing over there by my car and I said, well, what the hell is that? Maybe it's one of them panthers I keep seeing out here. So I get closer, and the thing was about this tall. It was about four feet from the ground. And it right at the shoulder. I said, man, that's the biggest thing I ever saw. Well, maybe it's a deer, and it's kind of dark out. And I get a little closer, and well, I'll tell you what, that thing reared up, and it was huge. It's huge. And it kind of looked at me, and it sort of walked off in the woods. And I tell you what, I, I dropped my gun and ran. And when I come back, that thing was gone. I picked my little gun up. I went to get in my car. And as I was backing up, that thing ran up at my car. Bam! Plowed into the side of it and left a big old dent in the side. Now, it's not the only time I've seen this thing either. I was coming home from my little job down there in Lumberton. Coming up the Highway 11. Middle of the night. Kind of foggy out. And I see this critter coming across the street. And I slow my car down and I look. And 
It turned and looked at me. It was the same thing. It was a giant wolf-looking creature, and it snarled its teeth up at me and jumped down in the ditch. And I'll tell you what, I don't know what it is, but it's scary. Lately, since we started seeing these big old wolf-looking things out here, to tell you what, we've got animals mutilated. There's there's cows with their whole bellies ripped out. There's dogs with their heads ripped off. And I lost three dogs and a sheep last week. My neighbor had half his head of cattle just shredded. At first, we thought it was like the alien stuff you see on the TV, but then they kept seeing this this like giant dog thing, and you could hear it howling off in the woods, and the animals all start panicking. My neighbor down yonder had seven of his goats killed in one night, and and my other neighbor had a few of his cats come up missing, children come up missing and mutilated off in the woods. And we thought it was a serial killer, but we don't know what this thing is. It's just, it's scary. <laughs> it's just scary. Couldn't wait to tell her story, all right? <laughs> Did she fucking breathe? <laughs> oh, my God. By the end, it reminded me of like, you know, when like kids are like, oh, my God. And then there was like a dinosaur and then there was an alien and then we were on the spaceship and then it was six feet tall and then we had sandwiches and we we're all like best friends. In Australia, we have a very good, uh, very good example of this. This monster burst out and he ate my whole guts and he ate my whole body and then he ate my cat. This octopus came out the baffle and he grabbed me and he squeezed the blood out of me. Crocodile came up, got my guts out and bit me into parts, pieces, and even my legs went that way and even my head went that way. That's a health insurance ad from Australia. Yeah, oh my God. But there's like, <laughs> what I don't understand is again, like, I don't care how cheap the land was. Yeah. I don't care if it was if it was 50 cents. You're like, yeah. oh wow, I, this is amazing property. Like, oh my God, I wonder why this is so cheap. We should totally buy it. Walk up, oh, werewolf. Oh, there you go. Oh, I hate to judge. Not cheap enough. And I'm not saying she is addicted to meth. But she did speak with a Doppler effect. <laughs> There's a lot of speed yeah. in that situation. But what came first? You know what? You see a Rougarou dick like, <laughs> next to your car. You'll start. You might be getting on. The, my other favorite bit of the, like, Because, yeah, I just, like, just not even like, oh, I saw it. And then obviously anyone else, I never went back to that property ever again. She's like, yeah, so anyway, then I, like, moved my trailer in. Yeah. Then it ate three of my dogs and my sheep like over a week. Is this in one go or yeah. was she just like, lo- at what point are you like, you know what? I'm going to bring him in at night. I'm drawing the line at children turning up mutilated. Oh. That's pretty much where I'm like, you know what? This house isn't a fixer upper. Yeah, it's just, yeah, that's it. This at- is a fucker offer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not having it. At what point of like Amity House, blood, <laughs> like blood coming from the walls, are you like, fuck this shit? Nah, I can get something from fucking Home Depot to fix that up. <laughs> <laughs> Just a corking gun and some fucking decent sealant. Oh my god! My other bit of she has a so she has a shotgun to defend herself against snakes. Yeah, little snakes calling around. The one time in your life you fucking need a shotgun. Yeah, fucking Rougarou. I dropped it and ran. <laughs> As much as I say that, there is a part of me, though, if a fucking, like, eight-foot, like, werewolf, I would literally just... I would be, like, in those cartoons. Like, yeah. my clothes would just still be standing there in midair because I would run so fast in the opposite direction. Yeah. My clothes wouldn't have time no. to, you know. Um, yeah. And plus, all of the shit would leave my body. So I'm in a, in a desperate attempt that they would assume I'm dead. Yeah. And just... 
and just walk on by. The, I can I can see why she dropped and ran because I dare say if she's just hunting for little snakes, she's probably got bird shot in that shotgun. Uh, and there's very famous footage of a guy somewhere in America shooting yeah. a grizzly bear that's in his yard with bird shot. And he shoots it plain in the face. And it's like throwing pepper at this thing. It just goes, what? You're fucked. And you just see the guy throw the gun at the fucking bear and turn and run and like just cuts. <laughs> it's like, I want to see the dickhead get eaten. Yeah. Well, this, I don't fucking understand. Do you know what I mean? It's like fucking A, like you're in an area where there's bears. There's going to be fucking bears. You know what? You're in a fucking house. Yeah. It's not a serial killer. It's not Jeffrey Dahmer. It's not going to fucking break in and like, you know, molest you and record itself molesting you and kill you all and eat you all. Like, just leave it the fuck. Do you know what I mean? Go watch some fucking, watch some TV, mate. <laughs> How are you supposed to stare at his dick though when you can only see the top half through the window? <laughs> Can you stand up a bit higher? Yeah, it's like I just say your dick a little bit. Hey, I'll just I'll just go through the dog door. Hang on, there we go. I can it just see stick it. its dick. <laughs> I'm only talking about the Rougarou just sticking its dick flop <laughs> through the dog <laughs> through door. Through the dog door. You're at home. You know, just put on some porn. Just imagine you're looking at the Rougarou. Just stay focused on the dick. You know what? It's the same for a Rougarou as it is for a bear. Just look at the dick and fucking leave it the well enough alone. Your wife comes home, finds you on all fours, staring at an animal cock through your fucking thing. What are you doing? It's the rules! <laughs> There's so many rules with this thing. No, because you can't talk about it. If she, if she finds you, you've got it's the rules. If you talk about it under a year, you turn into a Rougarou. So she finds you, you can't talk about it. You can't say it's a Rougarou. All she can hear is this giant animal struggling with a math problem outside while you stare at its dick through a fucking dog door. Yeah, and that's it. You cannot defend yourself. You're going to be in front of Judge Judy and she'll be like, what's your excuse? And you'll just be like, how long you got? <laughs> you can't say nothing. you got to take the fifth. Oh, yeah. Is that in the Constitution? Maybe is there like a 55th, the rule of the Ragaroo? <laughs> Look, I saw its dick, all right? I'm going to take the dick. I'm going to take the dick. I take the dick. I take the dick amendment. <laughs> I think taking the dick is what happens when you go to jail. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so... It's a mysterious creature. There's not a lot of... uh, There's a lot of lore about it. and Fucking a lot of rules. A lot of rules about it. But because of all these rules saying you can't come forth and talk about it, it's not a lot of people that have come forth and talk about it. It's it's like the Scientology of monsters. It really is. Yeah. But it definitely doesn't seem as bad as, um, shall we say, some of its cousins. Such as like Where, werewolves, like, like werewolves. Yeah, so. fair enough. It, it has a moral quandary and it can't add. Yes. Well, I think I think that I think that's that's that could be like the key sort of like difference in regards to of like hostility of attacks because there's no sort of like documented of cases of. I mean, others than you know, other than you know, parents warning that you have to behave yourself, or the Rougarou will come in and get you. Um, <laughs> saying that to your kids as you put in a better night, and what do you do? Stare at the dick. Oh my god! Can talk about the difference between 16th century rule French parenting versus today. Can you imagine saying that to your like you've got a kid? Can yeah. you imagine saying, um, "What is he now? 
Seven. seven? Yeah. I, yeah, because I, I struggle because I'm like, in my mind, seven. He you should can't be, count? He should be down a coal mine. Are you a Rougarou? <laughs> Let me get my dick out. I'll just stare at your cock for a bit. But like, it's can, vegan. <laughs> can you imagine... Can you imagine telling your seven... Because he asked you once, are monsters real? And you lied like a coward and said no. He asked me if UFOs were real and I, I lied and said no. Mm, like a coward. Yeah. Like a coward. You are the US I government. I value my sleep more than his You don't get right any sleep know. anyway. He I'm doesn't gonna sleep. going to get fucking less. He's come to me with some freaky shit about aliens before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, that's just aliens. Can you imagine... Like, maybe you need to start telling him, look, if you don't go to bed and get your eight hours... Yeah. This giant werewolf with a huge dick, wolf head and a French accent will come and steal you and take you away into a swamp where you'll be eaten and I'll never see you again. He misses his dog. He might fall for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's that's true. But you know what? We got past the 16th century, so maybe, I don't know, we, we shouldn't dismiss everything. That is true. Yeah. I think we've got a new, I've got a new closing catchphrase for this show now. Oh. Which is uh, stare at the dick. That's. <laughs> Whatever you do, stare at the dick. And uh, once again, we'd like to salute <laughs> Ida Brooks and all that she did for this country. and She stared at the dick. For all of its service, men and women. She was progressive, <laughs> I like to think. And all those poor donkeys that went to Gallipoli that were never seen again. <laughs> and this Christmas lookout for what are you looking at? The Broken Hill game. <laughs> and oh my God, next summer, uh, our new blockbuster hit, Whale Wolves in the Vatican. <laughs> oh. You can run to a new parish, but you can't hide. Stare at the dick, Monsignor. Stare, Stare at, at the, the dick. dick. <laughs> That's what got us into this problem. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, oh, we're going to hell. Oh, we're not. Uh. Those priests are. In pedo <laughs> No! Oh, oh, no, just the sound. We just need the sound of starting up a chainsaw. On that note, just remember... Real Mothman eat the carpet. And stare at the dick. Yay. I got a catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs>